Angel Talk is a special podcast presented by Raise for Rowan, a nonprofit organization that helps families who have lost a child with funeral cost assistance and emotional support. For more information on our organization or to start giving today, visit our website at www.raiseforrowan.org. This podcast would not be possible without the incredible, generous support of organizations like Smead Capital Management, Chris Hallett and Edward Jones, J&I Power Equipment, Olympia Orthopedic Associates, Robert McFadden Real Estate, Vickerman CPA Group, Timberland Bank, Academy Mortgage, and listeners just like you. And now, here's the pod. Everyone and welcome to Angel Talk. My name is Philip Kerrigan. I am the executive director of Raise for Rowan. We are the nonprofit organization that helps families suffering through the loss of a child with funeral cost assistance and emotional support. Uh, it's been a while since we've been on the airwaves with everybody talking to you, and uh, we decided to take a little bit of a break and kind of reformat the show a bit. Um, you're not, I'm just going to give it to you up front. You're not going to hear the ambitious angel mom, Bryn, as much because uh, Bryn is taking a much needed respite uh, during the summer here. She's taking some vacations. She's she's going out with the family. Some of you who follow her on Instagram probably see a lot of that. She's visiting friends. We love her. Whenever she wants to come on the show, she can. Uh, she'll probably you'll probably see her again come the fall. You'll hear her uh, her silky smooth tones come the fall. Uh, but here during the summer, we're gonna uh, fill your uh, we're gonna fill your podcast feed with some hopefully we hope our fun content. And we have a a special new addition to the show. You probably have heard her in the Get to Know RFR. But why don't you introduce yourself to the people, Lauren? Hey guys, um, I'm back. That's right. That's right. Lauren is going to be our new co-host as we move forward here. The unique, obviously, some of you who who may have listened to get to know RFR, her version of it. Um, she is unique in that uh, she does work for Raise for Rowan, of course, but she is also somebody who has lost a family member, and we assisted her family. So mm -hmm. you'll get the same sort of of uh, background and same sort of conversation as it comes to this sort of stuff. But what we're going to do is also infuse some more fun, positive stuff right. in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Lauren, why don't you remind people of, like, who you are, where you came from, you know, you grew up around here, what right. high school you go to, what you're planning on doing. Yeah. So, um, I grew up, born and raised in Olympia, Washington, um, lived in the same house for my entire life. Um, and I recently graduated from high school and from running start. So that's exciting mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and getting kind of ready, I guess, mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. go off to college. Which college? Uh, West Virginia University. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm, uh, Moving across the U.S., which is exciting, and still working here and 
And what's your uh, what's your major? Tell the people what your major yeah, is. Yeah, so I'm going into um, athletic training and sports medicine is the yeah. end goal, yeah. but I'll be getting uh, my bachelor's in health and well-being sciences with a focus in therapeutic rehabilitation. And if you were to do everything on time, what age would you graduate with a bachelor's degree? Um, if I do everything on time, I'll mm. be graduating with a bachelor's degree at the end at the age of 20, and then I will be graduating with a master's degree um, between the ages of like 22, probably. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I just wish you were more motivated. Yeah, I, I really think that's where I <laughs> lack, you know? Yeah, I just really wish you did more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I also think my, I think my parents have the same sentiment. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah. dang, like yeah. if only she... It's just if only she would have done that a little quicker, it's you know? It's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. I, I mean, know. you're super lazy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not like me. I mean, I'm awesome. Obviously. Right. Obviously. So here's what we're going to do, folks. Like I said, we're going to we're gonna do it a little bit different. As opposed to picking one particular issue that we go off of every single time. Um, like you saw some of ours last year, which were, which I, I, I'm proud of a lot of the content we made. I'm proud of what, uh, what Bryn, uh, was able to come up with and the guests she was able to bring. And we are still going to do some of those guests, but we kind of figured if we're going to move forward here, we want to create a show that you can just listen to and have fun with, and then also start to get something from. So we are still going to talk about how to get through grief or different experiences that folks who have grief, uh, you know, stumble upon but we're also going to hit on some of the more fun things that we do throughout the day because there is some really like silly things that get done here and then also you know i mean we should hit you with some good news most of the time yeah. too because the world just does not seem to be filled with a lot of good news but there are amazing people walking around doing some pretty amazing things so mm -hmm. we should we should highlight those and that's basically what we're going to do here we're going to try to keep it a weekly uh content show we're going to do our best. There are going to be some times where we might not come out on a Monday or Tuesday, but don't worry about that because we'll be back. We're working on them uh, all the time. And so, yeah, that's kind of the new format. We're going to hit you with a bunch of different stuff in every single show that we do. And we're going to have the Ambitious Angel Mom hop on every once in a while. She's going to join us remote every 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 once in a while. Lauren, after September, will absolutely be joining us remote. Yep. Um, I'm not leaving. Don't worry. So we'll test the we'll test the podcast waters as we do this. Right. But um, that's basically the format of the show. So we hope you guys enjoy it. And um, yeah, moving forward, if you have any feedback, you just let us know. Does that sound good? Yeah. Oh, good. Thanks. You're the only one who can answer me that. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what we're going to start off with is our first block of things. We're going to start off with um, one thing we're going to do all the time now in each one of our episodes. We're going to highlight one of the angels whose families we helped. We think this is a really beautiful way of getting a chance to honor uh, honor our angels and support their families. Kind of sure. shout out a child and and their short life and their impact they made. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, kind of just talk talk about each one of them because they deserve to be remembered and the families deserve to have them remembered. So this is our first one. This is our first segment of it. We're gonna call these segments angel stories. So here's our first one. Uh, our first one is a unique one. Uh, this one was unique because it comes across like every other right. one we get. Yeah, so this one actually came from a funeral home, which if you guys don't know, that's pretty common. Um, 
you know, a lot of times families will go to a funeral home and they just see that they don't have the funds because that's not something you save up for. Um, and so then they have either heard of us or they will search for organizations like us and they will then do it on behalf of the family. Mm-hmm. So this one came in and it wasn't anything weird at first. Right. I mean, she qualified. Everything was fine. Right. And then I read that um, she, we didn't have, we only had the um, first initial of the parents' names and mm-hmm. their last names. Right. And then I saw that when it asked um, what, well, when it asked how she passed away, they were still waiting for a report from the doctors. Yeah. And then under our sibling category, it said, cannot give this information at this time. So the funeral home actually reaches out to me, come to find out this little girl was a foster child and she was actually just a few weeks shy of being adopted. Oh, heartbreaking. Yeah, you look and you go, oh, like, she was about to get that life that every kid deserves who's yeah. in the foster system, you know? Yeah. Because she was in the system, we couldn't get a picture of her. So it was yeah. just kind of, she was kind of just like the picture of like, this is why we do what we do. Yeah. And she yeah. kind of became like an in-house angel, even though, you know, she had a loving family that was going to take her in. We just unfortunately couldn't get that information. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, heart goes out to that family who is about to, you know, probably have the sweetest little girl, yeah, know. you know. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think this goes to show that really, Race for Rowan, we can help basically almost anybody in any circumstance yeah. if, if if they qualify. And this was one of them. I mean, uh, I think you hit it on the head. This is definitely one where we felt pretty responsible for being able to, to help. Yeah. Because there wasn't going to be anybody maybe else who could Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was really a it was really a nice thing to do. Yeah. And that is this week's angel story. Charlotte Wilson, you are in our thoughts and prayers. Now we're gonna move on to our topic of the day. Now our topic of the day is to, it takes more serious turn. We all uh, this yeah. is what we're gonna try to do from here on out. And today we kind of figured it was fitting to talk a little bit about summertime and mm-hmm. and and living. Uh, as a person who has lost a loved one in these sort of moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the biggest things that happens during summertime are road trips. Families take road trips with each other and they go to like diff- they go to different states and national parks and all this sort of different stuff. And um, it is also a time that you know if you had an, if you had an angel, uh, you look back on some of these and this can be one of those, I guess you could call them trigger moments, really, mm-hmm. if you think about it. It could be a moment where you're in the summer, it's a slow time, and you think back to the different things that you did with your angel. Mm-hmm. And it can definitely um, it can definitely take you back into some feelings that maybe you don't love. Um, what we're going to do here today is we're going um, to talk to Lauren about some of the trips she remembers taking with her sister. That's who, that's who yes. Lauren lost, your sister Stacia. Yeah. And we're going to maybe give some tips on the best way to cope with mm-hmm. maybe if those feelings sneak up on you. Mm-hmm. So for you, your sister Stacia. Yes. Um, she was around with your family until what, what, what age was she when she passed? So she was 19. So she was around for a while. Yeah. And she probably took all the family trips that all you guys had. Yeah. Well, so 
I'm the youngest of four. Mm-hmm. So plus my two parents, that's six people. Yeah. That's a big yeah. like outing to Were they living the van life? To we did we did have a van. Okay. We did have a van. Three rows, obviously. Mm-hmm. Two, two, and two. Absolutely. Um and so we didn't take as many trips in the summer as maybe other families do. My mom's a elementary school teacher, so she had summers off with us, but you know, she also wanted to relax and and then my dad just works year round. Yeah. Um and then we we were all really active kids, so all playing sports. Mm-hmm. So it just mm-hmm. like we took trips, but it was like it was again it was a treat because mm-hmm. it was it took a lot to get mm-hmm. Four girls plus two parents, yeah. all the schedules to match up. Like yeah. it was a lot. So, this isn't really a summer road trip we took, but when I was in first grade, yeah, on spring break, we actually left a couple days early. Nice, which is big when your mom's an elementary Absolutely. school teacher Absolutely. because then subs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so we road tripped. Down to California. Yeah. So we actually road tripped down all the way to Disneyland. Okay. And then on our way back, we hit San Francisco. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So that was fun. I mean, it was it was a lot of time yeah. in the car. That yeah. was actually the first time I ever saw um, palm trees. Oh, wow. Because yeah, yeah. It yeah. was really, I mean, I'd been to like Oregon and yeah, stuff, yeah, but yeah. that was really like my big, big first, trip. yeah, it was my big first outing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and so went to Disneyland, which I mean, what little first grader doesn't oh, I mean, it's want the greatest. It's the greatest. go to Disneyland, right? right? right, right. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't really too big into rides back then. So um, I've been there twice. And so the second time, I definitely was more into the rides. But this time, you know, I got to meet Mickey and Minnie yeah, and yeah, Goofy and because yeah. I was still pretty little. Yeah. So like that was fun. Um, and but on the way to San Francisco, I got car sick. Uh-oh. And I was in the third row of uh-huh, the van. Uh-huh. And no one really liked me at that point. <laughs> yeah. Um, because we you were... You threw up in the car? Yeah. Oh, boy. A couple times. Oh, boy. Yeah. And yeah. it did not smell good. Oh, no. no. And then I'm crying. My sisters are mad because it smells awful. Yeah. For the and... rest of the trip, by the way. Right. Yeah. Oh, boy. That was not a fun that time. That doesn't sound good at all. Right. Um, and then, which we actually got to spend, um, Stacia and my other sister Paige, their birthdays in Disneyland, which was fun. They got to experience that, um, which that was when like you actually kind of still got stuff for your birthday. I think they've changed it now, but it was like a fun, like, you know, getting to spend their birthday at Disneyland, like, ooh, type of thing. Yeah. Um, and then another trip we took, this one wasn't a road trip. But we did take a trip when my oldest sister graduated high school. Mm-hmm. We took a trip to Hawaii. Yeah. It was my first time on a plane. Oh, wow. I was, it was the summer going into my sixth grade year. Yeah. Um. So first time on a plane, long plane ride yeah. to be going. Yeah. Like for your first ever time. Yes. Um. And Hawaii was just like a great it was awesome. It was fun. Like yeah. we went to Oahu. 
Oh, nice. And our... That's the, that's the one that has, like, the Honolulu and the Yeah, that one has Honolulu, Waikiki Beach. Yeah. I remember seeing people swimming in the ocean and being so confused. Yeah, because up here it's like Arctic weather. Right. Yeah. And then I got in the water and it was warm and I was like, what is yeah, this? No, it's so amazing. Um but it's I like mean bathwater. That was that was Stacia's like prime. Like yeah. she was someone who loved to tan. Yeah. Um, you know, loved to be on beaches, which our beaches are rocks. Right. So it wasn't, you know. But, like, yeah. she loved being on the beaches and tanning. And, yeah. um, I mean, that was, like, her element. Her element. Like, yeah. I remember um, I remember we were at one of the beaches and we were um, body, like, surfing um, or b- boogie boarding. That's, yeah, boogie boarding. Yeah, boogie, yeah, yeah, not boogie body surfing. We were not body surfing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boogie boarding. Yeah. And I remember like wanting to get into the water and wanting to get into the water. And Stacia was like taking pictures and like all this kind of stuff. And yeah, I'm still yeah. in like my prime tomboy age. Sure. So I have, I have a swimsuit underneath, but I have like the long shorts, sure, sure. you know, the board, I got the board shorts. I got yeah. like the, um, like the skim, like the skim, um, top like rash guard i have a ra- yeah. like one of the rash guard tops on yeah. so i'm like you know i'm not in my prime of like yeah. taking pictures yeah. at the beach and stacia's like posing and like <laughs> posing with the board yeah. and yeah. it was just like her t- prime and then sure. my oldest sister got stung by a group of jellyfish oh no way so that was fun. oh man um, oh yeah we always seem to like hit Oh man! Disasters when yeah. we go on big trips in California, uh, we were in an earthquake. Oh no way! Yeah, oh, wow. they um, we were on the Nemo ride, which yeah. if, for people who don't know, you go in a submarine and you actually go underwater. Sure, sure. So we didn't feel it. Oh no and way! Then we get out. Came back and up. Everyone was like, "Whoa!" Did you feel the earthquake? Wow. Um. Yeah, and we were like, there was an earthquake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we went to Hawaii. There was a hurricane. Oh wow! Which we were just like, guys, it's rain. Like yeah, we're yeah. from Washington. Yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. okay. But people, it wasn't as bad as people thought. Mm-hmm. But not long before, I think the um, Kauai had gotten like raked over sure, with sure, one, sure. and so everyone was boarding up the windows, yeah. and we were all like, "What's happening? What here? the heck?" Yeah. Like great trips. Um, mm-hmm. Stacia was a type one diabetic. So she right. went to a camp called Camp Leo mm-hmm. every summer. So that was, it's a cup, you know, a couple hours, um, the campground from our house. And mm-hmm. so we would typically cut a small road trip to like go drop her off and mm-hmm. come back or pick her up. I remember always, <laughs> always wanting to go to camp because they got to ride horses and they got to swim in the lake and kayak and they got to do like zip line and all this fun stuff. And I wanted to go so bad. And I was, when I was little, I didn't realize that going there meant that you had to have have type one diabetes, which is something that you have to live with your whole life and it you know comes with a lot of negatives but i was always like oh i want to go to this camp so bad i know like i was (laughs) what is it what is it that you miss uh most about those sort of memories with stacia what is it about your time with her that you miss the most i think 
I mean, it's no secret to anyone in my family. We were very alike in that we were both super stubborn. Mm -hmm. So we were pretty much always at each other's throats. Like one of us always had to be right. And we literally would argue over the stupidest things. She would get frustrated with me. I would get frustrated with her. So we like bickered a lot. And so I think like on those trips, it was just like that was kind of just put aside. And like I'm sure we bickered, but like that's not what I like remember of those trips. You know, it's like the laughing and, you know, the going different places together. I think it's like that kind of stuff, like the laughter and just like the memories because sometimes um, when you are – when you have lost someone, it can, you go through the memories, but sometimes it's like you just want like a new one to go yeah, through. Yeah. And so you're it's, tired of the reruns. You right, want a new episode. Right. Yeah. Which like the reruns are great. Like mm-hmm. I'll cherish the rerun, reruns for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. But like I just graduated high school. Yeah, you like know, yeah. it would have been, you know, cool to have like that memory with her. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah. I think it's kind of like, yeah, just like missing, like being able to like make those memories and like being able to go and experience new things together. What would you, what recommendation would you have to people who, who are going through those things and it feels overwhelming to them? Yeah. That's hard because honestly, I, I don't have the right answer, but I think for me, it's kind of just, Knowing that they wouldn't want or she wouldn't want me not doing something because she's not there. Yeah. Right? Like, she wouldn't want me, oh, like, I'm not going to enjoy graduation because she can't be here. Yeah. You know, like, I think the last thing I want to do, and I don't know if people can relate to this, but is, like, potentially in some way or another disappoint her. Yeah. And so just always doing things to, like, I don't know, like, keep their memory alive. Like, for graduation, for example, I um, wore her cap. Like, oh, cool. Because we went to the same high school and they don't change the colors yeah. of the cap. Yeah. So I ended yeah. up actually wearing the same cap that That's she wore awesome. for graduation, right? Yeah. So something like that. So she's there, you know, now I have that connection to her. Um, but also I'm still in the moment enjoying life yeah. because, yeah. you know, the last thing to anyone who has lost someone, like the last thing your angel wants is for you to not enjoy life anymore Yeah, because for this, you know, however long or short they were here with us, like, they were enjoying life. Yeah. And, like, even if it got hard at some point, mm-hmm. and even if they stopped enjoying life, like, yeah. they never want you to stop it. Yeah. And so I really think, like, that's the key. Like, you know, if you're going on a trip, and it's an annual family trip. Yeah. And you are just like dang like this is the first year without them yeah like just think like think of ways that you can incorporate them into the trip you know like maybe if you're going on a road trip maybe play like a their favorite songs. Ooh, this is good. Or you know or like maybe watch their favorite movie yeah or something like that um because they're always like in your hearts yeah so just um you know i guess 
try and keep them alive, but yeah. it's also, it's not going to be easy and yeah. there's going to be times that it's hard. Yeah. So. That's good. I mean, that's great advice for those who want to try and figure out how to continue to experience life uh, while also properly honoring somebody exactly. who's left you. That's exactly. really good. Good stuff. Okay, so we're gonna end our day uh, giving you on a positive note. We're yeah. gonna end our day on a, on a, on an uplifting one. This this new segment is called Good News, that because is for God's sakes, no one reports enough good news. Right. We Holy just, cow. We just need some good news. Yeah, just in general. I think even if you haven't lost somebody, we need some good news. Oh yeah. Holy Everyone cow. needs some good news. Yeah. So we've got two pieces of good news. Actually, three, because I have two. Oh. Uh, uh, admittedly, Lauren, yours is way more personal good yeah, news. Because, I, because you're a huge fan of I, this team. I couldn't help myself. Sure. But how about you start off okay. all sandwich and then you close? Oh, this is good. I like what you're doing here. She's already uh, taking the producer reins of the show. <laughs> okay, here we go. So I have one that I found to be very interesting. It's out of the University of Tokyo. Mm. Okay, so now a few- Olympics. Yes, a little shout out to the Olympics. Uh, so we obviously know that food waste is a huge issue in the world, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, this is a really interesting story coming out of, uh, of the University of Tokyo. Listen to this. Most people don't think much about the food scraps they throw away. However, researchers in Tokyo have developed a new method to reduce food waste by recycling discarded fruit and vegetable gra uh, scraps into robust construction material. Whoa. Yeah. So they are turning your waste into things they can build buildings with. That's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool piece of good news. Yeah. Because we got a lot of food waste. We're wondering what to do with it. And these guys have figured out a way to not take other natural resources from the earth and actually are building materials to make buildings. I love that. Yeah. I love that. My second story is one of more of my favorite. But right. you go ahead and you tell me what your positive news of the weekend is. So this really may only be positive for me. I, I feel like it is. Um, you and you and people who live in Los Angeles. Right. So obviously born and raised in Olympia, Washington. Sure. I'm a Mariners which makes, fan. Which makes your fandom of this team so random. Right. But I'm a I'm a fan of the Mariners, right? Sure. Anyone who doesn't know, we're not sure. very good. Right. Yeah. Um, sadly. So every Mariner fan, yeah, we should we should say this. We should preface. Every Mariner fan has a secondary team oh, that they root for because they right. know that their team's going to be garbage by July. Exactly. So then they go out and they find the secondary exactly. team. You have a secondary team. Yes. So my secondary team, which I've had for years, so yes. no one come for me about I being a bandwagoner. I'm hearing Mookie Betts and that's it. <laughs> he actually started off on the Red Sox. I know that. And uh, that's my dad's second team. Okay. So going on that, I'm a Dodgers fan. Um, and they just had one of like the biggest wins I've ever seen sure. on a baseball game. Sure. They, they, granted, they beat the... Diamondbacks, which yeah, no yeah, offense to our Arizona yeah. listeners, they're kind of like our Mariners. Not yeah, great yeah. this season. We are trying to cultivate Arizona, so we'll right. chill on the Diamondbacks bashing <laughs> for today. No, I just said I relate right. to them, you yes, know? Right. And, but the Dodgers won 22 to 1. That's a rough game for the Diamondbacks. <laughs> yeah. But like, man, you almost wish there was a mercy rule in baseball. 
Which there is for little kids. Yeah, it feels like this could have been a little kid situation. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It just made me feel good, especially when the Mariners, they're, you know, they're just ebbing and flowing. Sure, and sure, sure. it's sometimes just, you know, you yeah. need like a team to, you know, be a little pick me up. Yeah. Because no offense, Mariners, I love you. Mm-hmm. And Safego. You're not providing it. No. Safego, T-Mobile Field, whatever you want to call it. If you ever want to have me out to a game, well, I would love it. We do want to give a shout out to our favorite Mariner employee, or hopefully soon to be Mariner employee, right. Mr. Chef Jeremy. Yes. Love Chef Obviously, Jeremy. Obviously, Chef Jeremy. He's, the, he's, the, uh, he's an amazing dude. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that. Very, yeah. very personal. It was, it was a little. Positive news. You know, it was a little pick me up. Not a ton positive there for Diamondbacks fans. No, but I think every sports fan, or at least every baseball fan, can understand the feat that these guys were just good. like ripping That's pretty good. all game long. Nice so, job. So what's your second piece my, of good my news? My final one, this is one that I, every time I see one of these on on uh, on Instagram or Facebook, mm-hmm. whenever I, I see like the story pop up, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just love them. Mm-hmm. I love the concept of, of, of a person who is unassuming. Yeah works hard mm-hmm. and like gets rewarded by by people who are watching them work hard. Right. I love that. Like kind of like the silent Yeah, like the, just the, silent like the janitor guy who gets like a car from the teachers who right. raised money sneaky on the side. Right. I love those stories. Just someone who works hard and just then kinda, people notice and yeah. you know just good humans. Keeps his head down or her head down. Yeah, that's true. And uh and you know like the people notice. So this is a good one. Youth who walk 17 miles so he can work is given a new bike and $52,000 from Good Samaritans. Aww. This is a story of Dante Franklin, uh, who uh, walks every day to work to make his shift at one of my favorite restaurants, Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, you do love some meetups. I do love Buffalo Wild Wings. A lot of my work meetings happen at Buffalo Wild Wings. It is true. Uh, this is a guy, he's from Oklahoma, and uh, he makes this walk every day, 17 miles, he makes his walk to, to work at Buffalo Wild Wings. And on his way, he was noticed by a group of different people, but one of them was this, uh, was this lady named Carrie Collins. She and her husband... Um, were uh, basically driving past him and they struck up a conversation with him. Mm -hmm. And uh, they realized that this guy had no mode of transportation. And so they started a GoFundMe. And the GoFundMe raised thousands and thousands of dollars, way more than they thought. They were only going to do the GoFundMe for a bike. Mm -hmm. But they raised something in the neighborhood of like $60,000 or something like that. That's insane. So they bought him the bike and they gave him the money. Uh, which was such a great story. I love that stuff. Yeah. I love that, you know, like Dante Franklin probably was um, going to just basically walk to work until he could afford a vehicle on his own. Yeah. Right. And um, it was the kindness of strangers who uh, noticed the work and time he was putting in um, to basically, you know, help the man out. I'd love those. Yeah, I love no, those, those always make you feel so good. And yeah. it just lets you, it reaffirms the notion that, like, there are good people People out there. are inherently good. Right. Yeah, but, people aren't inherently evil. Correct. Which is what we talk about a lot. We but do. this just proves that, like, people do have, like, hearts for other people. Correct. And it just sometimes is hard because we don't always hear those stories. That's correct. But, which is why we got some good news. That's right. We're going to report, we're going to be like John Krasinski on this show. Yeah. We're going to report the good news. Right. Love uh, John Krasinski. And then we're hopefully going to sell the podcast to CBS for millions. Yeah. 
I mean, fingers crossed, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we may not be exactly like John Krasinski, but no, we're going to keep We may not fingers. have the namesake of yeah, John correct, Krasinski. Correct, Maybe correct. if we say his name enough. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, actually, we don't want to because we don't want to get copyrighted That's by CBS. True. Good point, good point. Touche, touche. But yes, yeah, so um, yeah, we're going to hit you with a lot of these sort of good news stories because I think that uh, one of the things that happens a lot is that um, the world tends to provide you with a bunch of stressors and a bunch of triggers. Yeah. They very rarely care about your mental well-being. So uh, we're going to try as hard as we can to hook people up with positive news stories as we go through. You know, send yeah. us your thoughts. Yeah, we, we would love to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, so that is this episode of Angel Talk. One of the things I want to point out to folks as we start to close out the year, you remember I used to talk about some of the upcoming events. Just going to hit on a couple as we close out the show. We will be kicking off some new merchandise in August. So we want folks to make sure that they uh, go to the website, raiseforowen.org, click on shop. Uh, at the start of August, we're working with a new a new uh, design and fulfillment company, Berg Marketing. Shout out to them. They're fantastic. Oh, they're great. Um, and we will have, we have some really, really exciting new yeah. merchandise. Some of you who came to the run that happened in June saw a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brenda designed 75% of it, and it's up to her usual standards. Oh. They're fantastic stuff. Brynn's a wizard when it comes to merchandise. Yeah, so you'll see a lot of it. You'll love it. Uh, you'll have the ability to buy it and have it shipped to you, or you can, of course, visit us here at the office. We love to see people. Um, so that's one of them. We will also in September be uh, hopefully hosting uh, something with Well 80. So right. look out for that in downtown Olympia. It's the local brew pub that uh, brews uh, Rowan's Brew. For those of you who don't know, we have moved our dinner and auction Yes. Um, back to April. That's right. Um, we just decided that it, September wasn't the time to do it. Correct. And we're going to make it bigger and better than ever in April. That's right. So, you know, just stay tuned for that. That's right. We felt that it, we would be doing everyone a disservice if we tried yeah. to turn around that fast and come up with the event that people are used to. Right. When it comes to uh, the dinner and auction. So you're going to see the same stuff that you always see at the dinner and auction. And we really want to, like, raise the bar for that. So we right. really want to give us give ourselves enough time to That's really right. get our teeth sunk into it. That's right. So uh, so those are some of the things that are coming up. We want to thank you for uh, taking a listen to the show. Hopefully you liked the new format. Uh, if you did, make sure you hop on there and like the the uh, like us and subscribe to the podcast and turn this on to other people. And if you feel so inclined, you can even leave us a comment. Yeah. We, we like that stuff too. So thank you very much for coming along. Lauren, thank you for your, for your, it's actually your second podcast, but your debut on like our regular it is. podcast. Um, I mean, I guess see you guys next week. That's right. See you guys next week. <laughs>